What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Screen Beans, episode 80. We're your hosts, Jerry Wilson. And Carolyn Chillick. And today we're going to have our review of Star Wars The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Yep. The Last Jedi. This is it. <laughs> uh, eh, there's movie news, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of one of those I don't care kind of days. It's all rainy and cloudy and... You don't want to do anything kind of day. But we're doing this anyway. Uh-huh. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Let's do it. All right. Warning. This podcast contains spoilers. Enter at your own risk. All right. So this this was my most anticipated movie of the year. Right. Out of all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, like... Thor was yours, right? right? That was your most wanted right. to see of this year. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I, I guess I'm glad I saw it, but I'm. I'm. I'm wishy-washy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess about it. It's. I. I thought it was okay. I didn't. It didn't. You know you know, blow me back into the seat or anything like I was hoping it was going to. I think it had moments. But the thing is, I think, I think for me, there were moments like that. Not blow you back in the seat, but still that I liked about it. But I think the overall storyline was a little weak. I think some of, I don't know. I know they're trying to... You know, it's, you know, trying to do a fresh new take. You know, it's not like the same old... Because I know a lot of people complain that Force Awakens was just regurgitated a new hope. Kind of, you know, it had the same feel, the same thing. They're having to blow up this planet, mm-hmm. you know, da-da-da-da-da. And so I feel like maybe on this one, they try to go so far away from, you know... You know, like, try to get it so fresh and so kind of new that it kind of lost some stuff. And some of it didn't work. No, and I, I think... It's okay to, you know, do something different yeah, I totally and to do agree. something fresh and to go in a new, a new direction and stuff like that. As long as it's good. good. Yeah. I, I think that they took it in another direction, which is fine. It just wasn't good. Yeah. And I don't think that, And you know, my my hope is, you know, that I keep telling myself, like, you know, because I feel like there's some of the storyline where, you know, Snoke gets killed. Like, it's just done. Like, you know, they build up this huge character. They didn't even show him in the first one. You know, mm-hmm. you just saw kind of a hologram of him. You know, you finally see him and all of his glory and he's more powerful than, you know, even the Emperor. Like, that's what they kind of made it feel like. He was mm-hmm. more powerful than the Emperor even. And then Kylo he- Ren is... You know, pretty, you know, in the first one, or in The Force Awakens, he's pretty immature. And mm-hmm. this seems like it starts, like, right after Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah, it's like right after. Yeah, they even had the, the replaying of the scene of Rey handing the lightsaber to Luke, and then he kind of eye-rolls it and throws it off the cliff. Yeah. Which, okay, I got, I got, I got, I got some problems. Let, let me just get into one of my problems. Okay. Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. All the way through episodes four, five, six. They even title episode four as A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker is A New Hope. For three episodes, he had hope. Once he found out Darth Vader was his father, he had hope he could turn him back to the light. And carried that all the way through against everything. He could do it. And now all of a sudden. I don't think it's all of a sudden. Well, not all of a sudden. But over, I guess over time, he no longer has hope anymore. He has zero hope now. And I mean, that doesn't bother me because I can see why. I mean, he lonely hermits it. You know, he tried to teach all these Jedis and they all died. They all, he, and he sees it as his fault. Well, yeah. Well, he see he see, he senses the dark side in Kylo Ren, and instead of and he being blinded. that hopeful person that he could see the light inside Darth Vader, who has been Darth Vader for fucking ever, 
at this point. Longer than Kylo Ren has been around. Right. But it's still different. And, yeah, I, mean, I, I understand. Say, I understand it. I understand it's and different. And he says it's a second. He has a thought for a fleeting second. I know. And he was going to kill him. Well, he... I mean, how, how, how dark side is that there, Luke? Why not? And I think that... I, think, I, I feel like it, no matter how much of a Jedi you are, I mean, he had never had, like Obi-Wan, Yoda, even Anakin, had years of training as Padwans. They had they lived the Jedi oh, yeah, life. I, I and Luke understand. never did. No, oh, I know. He had I know. Like one I lesson. completely agree. So it's not like he was the perfect Jedi to begin with. Yes, no, he, he had wasn't. hope with his dad and all that stuff. It was his dad. This... I mean, that's just a different kind of relationship, too. You have a different connection. Kylo Ren, okay, he's a nephew. I still, I don't I don't hate Luke like you do. I can I know. see. He turned into a coward. He was a coward. He was a coward. He turned into a coward. He was a coward. I think he, he gave up. He, he, yes, he, he gave up. Himself. Hurt himself. I don't think I would call it a coward, though. He redeemed himself at the end of this, doing his little, you know, staying on his island, giving Leia and them time to, to get away. But... For somebody who had so much hope and all this stuff, it, yeah, but it was like, yeah, I understand. So it was it was his and dad. I could see. I mean, I could see he had this one thought. This one he, this is how you know he had this one thought for one fleeting second. Kylo Ren happened to wake up right mm-hmm. when he before he could turn his lightsaber off, and that's the reason Kylo Ren destroyed everybody. And so now yeah. Luke uh-huh. says, not only. Is it my fault that he all of these people are dead? It's my fault. Kylo Ren went to the dark side. Mm-hmm. And I guess I that, just and, that, and I could see how that could eat you up, and then you're like, well, then I'm you know kind of say, I tried this because I mean, and then you kind of turn into a hermit, and then all those years, all you do is brood and think <laughs> about it, and think about how all of this is your fault, all of this, and you give up because they said he kind of turned off his, you know, he kind of. Turned off his force or whatever, you know, kind of. I know, I know, but I guess my my overall problem with it is the way that this was written. Uh-huh. I didn't like the way that this was written, and I understand that some of my problem is this movie didn't go along the way I wanted it to go along. Right. This was Ryan Johnson's vision of this, but there's got to be somewhere between his and mine and a lot of other people that would have been better. Yeah, and I, I think, totally agree. And I think I'm, I'm not that saying thing I think Luke Skywalker them. was perfect in this movie. I mean, mm. and, there, are, there are points of it that I like with Luke. I mean, it does kind of get old. Like, how long that he... You know, it's kind of like he never wants to do it, then he's not going to teach Ray, then all of a sudden he... I'll give you three it. lessons kind of thing, or yeah. whatever so it was. Like, in it. Yeah, it was not the perfect... Storyline, but I'm not gonna say I, I can see how he got to where he is from what happened and how many years it's been now. Because I know, but I guess Yoda, Yoda, he never lost hope. Well, I mean, he's a force ghost, force well, ghosts don't yes. need to lose hope. Well, I know, but when he was training Luke, mm-hmm. he went ahead at first, no, he wasn't gonna train him, and then he ended up training him, and I, I just well, I mean, even like Yoda, you can go back but, to Yoda and but that goes episode back to, one where he was like, Anakin's too old. Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. too late. He sensed it in that. I mean, so, I mean, it's like even that he can. And sometimes, you know, like they say, balance. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need the bad so you can have the good. And sometimes the force being a Jedi isn't always doing and I think what, what you think is right. Because, you know, he didn't want Luke to go and save Luke, uh, Han and Leia. No, he didn't. He wanted him to stay there and finish his training. Right. Yeah, but he, you know, he had to go. Right. And so you can see from that, I mean, Luke does have the, you know, he makes emotional decisions. And so when it, I think he never learned how to control his emotions. So he always kind of walked that fine balance of dark side, light side. And that's kind of like what all Skywalkers do. He chose to stay on the light. Well, when this, that fine line he walks, when he did the lightsaber with Kylo Ren... That was him crossing over the other side for a second. He's like, wait a minute. No, it just. That doesn't. Yeah, I know. I I just, I guess I'm just not a a fan of that. And then, the. Watching this movie, I've also kind of figured out that 
this little run of three movies that we're going to get, we're not going to get from, well, I'm not going to get other people might get it. I'm just not going to get it. I'm not going to get this main, big villain, bad guy that actually, you know, scares me or makes me feel, you know, for my life, Mm -hmm. how the other ones did. It's like, I, I, there was a moment in The Force Awakens, the first time you saw Kylo Ren get off the spaceship, stop the laser blast, and you're thinking, this guy is badass. Yeah. But from that moment, his character has taken a nosedive into, now he's just a, a, a immature, bratty little kid. I mean, the thing is, is that, yeah, I mean, I agree. There's no big bad, and, and what I'm... There, there is no, like, there's you know, no big bad anymore. I feel anymore like, you that, know, how they killed Snoke off with nothing. It's kind of like... Well, Ryan Johnson has he has an answer for that of why they killed it off. He said it's unexpected, and he said, and at the time, nobody knew knew um, um, Darth Sidious. Nobody knew who he was when we killed him off with Vader. But the problem is, you had fucking Vader. You had built up Vader over three episodes to be this bad. But Darth Sidious. He doesn't die until the end of the third one. Uh, well, I know. I, I know. That's not but like the middle know, of your trilogy. I'm, that's like your climate. I, I know. know and I'm just end. saying, this was, this, was, this was Ryan Johnson's answer. I, I've seen the, the answer to that question. And he said, well, nobody you know, you know, knew who the emperor was and when we killed him off. Yeah, and, and, then he, and then he goes in to say, he goes, and if I would have stopped down the film, which is what would have happened to give a little backstory into... Snoke, Ray, he said Ray wouldn't have cared about it. I'm like, yeah, Ray wouldn't have cared about it, but if you would have wrote Luke differently to where Luke is actually there facing Snoke at some point in this movie, then there could have been some backstory to Snoke. Oh, that so we you're could saying have... that nobody got a backstory to the Emperor yeah. in the three movies. Yeah. That's what and, you're and saying. That's what, that's, okay. No, that's what Ryan Johnson's saying. What, he said, yeah. yeah, he didn't get a backstory until they went back and did episodes one, two, and three. Oh, yeah. And then you saw that. Well, you know what? We're not going to get like a six and a half or a five and a half or, or whatever a backstory to Snoke. He's just kind of dead and gone. And now, it's, I mean, yeah, well, the thing it is, would be like, nice I'm to not, know. But not, it's, like, I'm not, it's like I'm not mad because we didn't get a backstory of Snoke. I'm mad because you killed him off. And now I don't feel like there's any big bad. Cause no, I don't there's feel not. Because I like Kylo Ren, he's definitely, like you said, he's no Darth Vader. No, he's not. He's, he's, a, he's a bratty little immature kid. I mean, and not even Darth Vader, but even like in the first one, you had like General Tarkin. You know, he seemed pretty... Because even the guy that's like the, the leader of the Imperial Army, like, you know... He the, seems like a bratty kid, too. He, I mean, he, he does, they, they the don't, other ones were like older, like, I've been through the... I'm a diabolical, evil genius kind of guy mm-hmm. you know Tarkin and they, they don't and have Vader. that in these movies and this one it seems like they're all kind of young and mature where it's like they're all i can see them losing like darth vader like how are you gonna beat darth vader mm-hmm. how, how are you gonna beat the emperor and the only person that was like that in these two movies was snoke the yes. other ones you can feel like any of them they make emotional decisions and you know it's like there's I don't see them being the diabolical geniuses. Mm-hmm. They're all just making emotional decisions. I mean, oh. Kylo Ren with him like hitting Luke with a million, you know, lasers. It's like that's dumb. I mean, it's, yeah, and I, and I guess and, and it's like you and, know when and, Tarkin was like, oh, they don't have a chance, you know, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then they come back and get him in the end because he was. I don't know. Just and for them to go to say that they want to go in a new new direction and have new characters and do all this stuff. Well, as far as I know, Snoke was a new character. Was was he not? Yeah, I just feel like yeah, that's the, that's the main problem I, that I, I have. I think you you ruined who I considered who like the. I, I know you had Kylo Ren as a big bad, but I don't I don't see him as a big bad. I see him as a Darth Vader wannabe junior mm-hmm. who's. We'll get to his power stuff later, but I, I feel like you, you had Snoke there. And yes, I understand you don't want to stop down the movie because you don't want to have a, a little bit of backstory into Snoke, but there could have been a way to do it. I mean, you could have taken out some of the other stuff that you didn't. I mean, and I know Ray wouldn't have cared about it, 
But that's what I'm saying. You should have wrote Luke differently to where there would have been an encounter. How badass would it have been to see like Luke actually have you know some hope back and want to come back and, and be with the rebellion? I know we've seen it before, but you can do it in a new way mm-hmm. to where it doesn't feel like a rehash yeah. of the the older Star Wars. I mean, when it comes down to it, it's still a fucking Star Wars movie. So <laughs> they're all going to feel somewhat connected because they're all a Star Wars movie. It's not like you're doing a Star Wars movie, then you're it's feels like Planet of the Apes or something. Right. I mean, it's Star Wars. And people want to see, you know, they want to see some of it to be the same. Like, I mean, they still want the same feel, the same, mm-hmm. you know, feeling they get. And it's, I don't know. Anyway, we've kind of, we can talk about. So the other thing that I think that, because, you know, the Luke stuff, I mean, I do feel like some of it was a little bit, long like on the luke you know going wishy-washy with that i did like the yoda i liked seeing yoda and see it's like that kind of stuff that's reminiscent of the old ones and that was fun that didn't didn't bother me i like how it looked like they were using like the old yoda mechanical yeah dummy not like cg-ish guy because he kind of looked more like the the old old, yeah Mm -hmm. and um and you know you still kind of see that relationship you know it's kind of like it's reminiscent of their relationship when they were trained, you know, when he was mm-hmm. still trained. Because Luke, you know, never finished his training, technically. But it's like, kind of like you're never stopped training. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I like, you know, that's the kind of stuff where it's like, you know, it's kind of like those, I wouldn't call it an Easter egg, but it's kind of like those things that you don't expect and you, they're reminiscent and they kind of bring back the old feeling and stuff. And so I like that. I feel like this movie was like, trying to fit in too many different storylines. Mm-hmm. Like I could have, I like the Ray Luke, you know, that aspect of the storyline, her separate kind of reminiscent of Luke mm-hmm. when he went to Yoda. Sure. And you know, her doing the training and try to do that stuff. Chewbacca and those little bird things. I feel like they just stuck those birds in there. It's kind of like to sell toys, to sell toys. Mm-hmm. And you know, Chewbacca eating one of them. I'm like, really? I mean, that's, I mean, I didn't really need to see that. I mean, it's like they just stuck that in there for like like they did with Jar Jar Binks. Like, so they could have this cute new character that they could mm-hmm. do stuff. Mm-hmm. Which it was, you know, I liked, you know, in the commercial. You know, he could have, I don't know, anyway. So. But I guess. I guess the, but the, the, the storyline that I don't really, didn't really like, need is like the chase. The main, the, the, yeah, the spaceship chase scene because they're running out of gas and the First Order's response to that is well we're just going to wait for them to run out of gas even though we have all these star destroyers which i guess star destroyers now are obsolete and completely fucking useless <laughs> so they can't use those and yet the rebellion they're not going to go into light speed because now the first order can track light speed but only the lead ship is tracking even though the other ships have this technology to track, only the lead ship does the tracking until it's destroyed, and then another one will start tracking light speed, which I found that to be completely fucking ridiculous. And it's like they just wrote that in. I feel like we didn't even need, like, I feel like they could have written something different where I didn't need to see all of that, you know, like Poe in this, you know, hero stuff. Like, he, can, you know, he's like, let's do. I mean, I see his little what they try to do with his story mm-hmm. arc, where it's like the you can't a hero can't always be a leader. Leader, you have to make the tough decisions, and mm-hmm. sometimes it's not winning. You got to lose the battle to win the war, kind of lesson. But I don't know. I feel like you know they had him with Leia, and I didn't understand Leia being able to use the Force in space. Like, yes, I I when when. I saw that. I was thinking when I first saw, it, I was like, "Oh, so this is the way that they're, you know, going to kind of get her out of the picture." Because I mean, she's, you know, she right, passed, passed away. away. She, mm-hmm. And then when you know she starts moving her fingers, opens her eyes, and then you know flies back to the thing. I'm 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 thinking BS to myself because I I understand you know the, that the force is strong in you, but I think it's one of those things where. You need to practice and participate and 
do it to be able to really use it. And I would think on the extreme level of difficulty, being out in space without a space suit or anything like that would be extremely difficult for Yoda to do. But yet for somebody who, on my understanding is, has never practiced Mm -hmm. to do that kind of thing, I, I had an eye roll. I thought it was pretty ridiculous for me. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, that could have been where she had passed on. I think another place that would have been a better, like, even if it was written the way it was in the movie, I would have switched places with her and Admiral Hoda. Mm -hmm. So Leia is the one who sacrifices herself. And then now you have Laura Dern's character Mm -hmm. being able to take her place in the next one. Yes. Now you're going to have to write something that happens to her between the move. I mean, mm-hmm. it seems like once she passed away and you knew that she wasn't going to be able to be in the next one, I would have just rewritten it a little bit and, you know, they could do like what they did where they have like a few seconds. I mean, it would have been just kind of a little bit of dialogue or somehow some way to, to, to do that because now you've, you've kind of had, you, you kind of had, had a great character and. Lord Dern's character. You yes, had a who, great who, woman admiral that knew how to lead, and now she's gone. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, one of the problems with the movies that you, you brought up before is there, there's way too many characters and storylines going on in this thing. And their plan was, like, super complicated. Yes. Like, in usually you have two kind but of main Super story- complicated for... A, a a simple thing happening, like a simple storyline of a chase scene waiting for it to run out of gas. But let's complicate this, overcomplicate it, so that we can, you know, show some characters doing other things. But it's like, I like Laura Dern's character. I want to see more of her, but now she's dead and gone. And the way that she died was really fucking cool. I mean, cool. that was probably one of the best things. Although I'm like, has anybody ever done this before? Seems like... Kamikaze light speeding into these yes. destroyers would have been like, hell yeah, let's uh-huh. do this. And it's like, and the moment that that happened, because it was really fucking cool. I'm sitting there thinking, well, why don't you take one of your bigger ships before you knew about the Rogue One thing and send that through the Death Star? Yeah. <laughs> would have been, would have been awesome. I, that, this, that was really cool. And it's, I'm, visually was Fantastic. Oh yeah, they did it really. I mean, it was cool just the way it, it like went silent and then, I mean, uh-huh. everything is just destroyed. Now yeah. somehow Ray gets back onto the Millennium Falcon after this happens. Yeah, somehow, some way. I mean, yes, it's like yeah, everything's not blown up and destroyed on this thing. But that's uh, like her character. I want to see more of her character. And then there's other characters that. That are still alive. That it's like you know what I, I really don't, I, mean, I really I liked, don't care like about the new character these. that they brought in with Finn. Like that that um, I can't remember what her name was. The one whose sister mm-hmm. you know sacrifices herself in the bomber, mm-hmm. and then you know I'm like I like her character in the show. I would have rather have had her and Finn. You know more of that. You know even if it was not what they were doing, like something where they're not on this main ship. Like even if it's Poe, Finn, and her. Off doing something, but you don't need to see mm-hmm. Poe then, you know, fighting with the admirals, you know, blah 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 blah, and doing all this stuff. And Finn and the girl that are, you know, doing their thing, trying to go to this casino, horses and or whatever they, you know, are doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, you had all that going on. Yeah. Then you have Ray with Luke doing all of that stuff. Well, then you had Kylo Ren and. You know, Snoke and they're them doing stuff, and then the Kylo Ren Ray chit chatting back and forth, right? Where they can connect somehow, which thing Snoke was doing, but then I guess now they can do it on their own because afterwards they mm-hmm. still did it after he was dead. Mm-hmm. And then you have like the the people on the Death Star, or not the Death Star, the Star Destroyer, whatever, chasing, you know, doing that. So it's like all these things are happening, and they keep on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're you're fitting so much stuff in this that the stuff that I did like about it, I wish I could have seen more of and less of the stuff that I didn't really... 
Because usually in the movies, you'll have like two main hero kind of stories and then mm-hmm. one villain story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they all connect. But, you know, those are the three kind of different story arcs. But now you had like all of that kind of... There was, there was, just, there was too like much... this one, it's like, you know... Mm-hmm. You know, they're. I think this one they're use this one just to build stories for the next movie. Like they didn't really. This movie was just to get you to the next one. Like they just wanted to get rid of Snoke so you can have Kylo Ren and Rey do something. But you know, have some big battle the next movie. Yeah, and I, I, can, and, I, can, I don't care Poe, about him. And the Poe, you know, him learning this lesson how to be a good leader. So there's going to be some big thing that he does in the next one. And with Finn and that girl, you know, there's kind of, you know, just building that relationship so they can do something for the next. I feel like everything was just, let's just, let's just get us to the next movie. Let's just get, yeah. Let's and, just do, and, let's kill Snoke so we can get to the next movie. Let's have Luke die so we can get to the next movie. Let's have Ray, you know, team, so we can get, I feel like everything in here, mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back, it was like up, 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 up climax wise and then at the very end you find out like Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's dad and everything is horrible at this like mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back basically ends with a bat like not a happy ending like it's oh, not yeah. happy I mean you're all alive mm-hmm. but it, <laughs> you you guys it's got you got some stuff to fight for in the next one this one I feel like they ended it kind of more on like a happy note mm-hmm and there wasn't any big climax that leaves you going, what? Kind of, and I'm not saying you have to do exactly like, but when you have a trilogy, it seems like your second one is like where mm-hmm. the biggest climax ends this one. So this third one is going to be like this awesome redemption or something like that, which. But I just don't see how it's going to be this awesome thing. Yeah. And I, that's, that's the because thing. Because they've left it for me in such a, a. And I, I don't know if they're doing that. down. That I, I feel just like... like so the part of me that thinks that maybe... My glimmer, my glimmer of hope that I'm putting in my head just to get me to the next one. It's like, well, maybe they're trying to tear all of this down to make you feel like, oh, well. Oh, it's just Kyla. You know, you know oh, well, Snoke's dead. You know, you find out that um, uh, Ray's parents are just junk people. I'm like... Are these all to like do a switcheroo in the next one? Like you find out Ray's really somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, or I, Snoke. I mean, like maybe he can force Ghost and he can be even more powerful. Like maybe he. I'm just saying. I know. I'm just saying. Just, just throwing stuff throwing out. Throwing stuff out there, trying to make this the ninth one better. Well, I'm not saying to make it better. I'm just trying to see like make maybe it that they. You know, like maybe <laughs> this is kind of stuff to just kind of. Now, do the old swisheroo kind now, of thing to now, kind of I, I, put you in the wrong, you know, going in this direction, and then the third one, you kind of, they kind of go, fooled you, kind of. I don't know. Well, don't know. then they should have, you know, pulled back the reins a little bit because I think they they shoved too many people in a sour tasting way. Yeah, to I where, mean, I can see that. Where I was all giddy to watch to see this one because of the high I was on from the from force awakens Mm -hmm. and now it's like i i I mean yes i'm going to go see episode nine but i'm not in i'm just i'm thinking i'll see it when it gets here Mm -hmm. i'll I'll see it when it gets here it's i i'm not chomping at the bit to have it right now so i'm like okay Mm -hmm. but hopefully jj abrams can get it swung back around again because i did not like this star wars movie version I do think that there's more to Ray's parents than them just selling her off to go buy booze. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be something more, more of that. And I think Kylo knows that there, there's got there's got to be something else to it mm-hmm. than she was just sold off and left on this planet. Mm-hmm. Because from the Force Awakens, I got you know you get the impression that it's a girl, like. They're all like, oh, it's a girl. Bring me bring me the girl. You know, like, they know. They know Yeah, something. there's something. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like they... Like, that was like the little glimmer of hope that of maybe there is some kind of backstory that we're going to get. Because, it's like, they're afraid of backstory. 
<laughs> and they want to build new characters. But, oh, wait, we don't want to build really cool ones, so we're going to kill some of them. Well, the like, thing is, is that... Captain well, Phasm. Which, what the fuck happened to her? Right. Like, I wanted... Like, I liked her character. Wanted to see more of that. Nope. Kill her. Snoke. Nope. Kill her. Nope. And then the, the chick who sacrificed herself for the rebellion. Nope. Kill her. And now I'm left with a bunch of hodgepodge of people that I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. Ray, I want to see what's going to happen with Ray. But Kylo Ren, I don't care. He's it's a wannabe Darth Vader. Yeah, and the thing is, is that with him, you don't, you know, even his character, you didn't see much growth in his character in this movie. Like, he's pretty much the same thing as he was before. Mm-hmm. So now he's got a scar. Yeah, and I think and he'd he get his ass the- handed to him by Darth Maul or Count Dooku. <laughs> I mean, any. Any of them would whip his ass. But yet, in here, Luke goes, I've only seen this power one other time before. I wasn't scared of it then, but I am now. And I'm it's like thinking, he could, he, yeah, and yeah, he could have more power, but he doesn't know how to use it. I mean, he. It's like you're trying, you're trying to tell me that Kylo Ren is powerful and awesome and super evil and we should fear him. When you have to tell somebody that means they're not. Yeah. It's, yeah, Darth Vader. You, you've, you've, you already, got... you've already lost the storytelling if you're telling me this. Mm-hmm. Because at first I'm sitting there thinking, uh, are, 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 are you, you talking about Darth Vader? Because you saw it evil power before. That's who, When we saw the trailers and the previews and Luke said that, my immediate, my immediate thought was he saw it in Darth Vader. And it didn't scare him then. But now it scares him now with Rey. And then when they add back in that line in the movie now that it was, you know, Ben Solo, now I'm like, uh, I don't, I don't see it. You're telling me that this guy's all powerful and this awesome dude, but yet I, I don't see it. I just see a bratty little kid that when it comes to fighting the dudes in the red suits who look pretty badass, and I'm sure that they are badass, but they are not forced people, and you should have. Choked them all. Force choked them all. That should not have been Mm -hmm. a huge fight. Darth Vader would not have let that have been a fight. He would have been lopping off arms and all kinds of things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And using stuff, you know, use the force. Now, I kind of give Rey a pass at it because she hasn't been trained. I think, you know, that part at the end of, you know, Force Awakens, I think she was kind of taken over by the force and the power and had, you know, a glorious moment right then. But I think she was a little overwhelmed in this thing because, you know, she kind of got turned upside down while she was in there by, by Snoke. But it's. Yeah. Cause Kylo is planning this. It's like, if you're planning, Mm -hmm. if you can kill Snoke with the force, why don't you just, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you know, plot hole kind of things that, I feel like when these kind of movies are like Star Wars, Marvel, DC, you have these people that have lived their whole life with these characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. With Star Wars, you've seen, you know, the three original, the three prequels. You've seen Rogue. You've seen Clone Wars. You've seen Rebels. I mean, you've seen all of this stuff. And, and then all learned... the books and comics and all that stuff right. to go along so with it. So you know all of this lore about all of this universe. And then and, I and, still and wonder, so how have, does this movie get made? Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> then you wonder why these kind of movies have plot holes like this. It's like, you can't, it's you a, need somebody that is a fanboy mm-hmm. or, you know, somebody that. But supposedly like, Ryan Johnson was a fanboy. This was just his version. I'm sorry to say his version sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, and then like the, the dudes in the red suits, it's like, I, I they look really cool. They're in. Snoke's whatever. So I assume that they're pretty badass. Yeah. Why can't you, can, can you not show us a little badassness of them before this fight? So that we kind of, oh, well, man, I mean, they are some, kind of bad. Sometimes it's like, you know, even like Darth Sidious, he had those red guys. Mm-hmm. He never saw them do anything, but they never needed to do anything. Cause Emperor was like, mm-hmm. I can handle this. Yeah, because I mean I, you, they had those kind of stuff before. I just feel like, well, if you're gonna, you didn't need to see them fight. They were ba- I I liked it when you just saw them kind of, you know, get prepared to fight. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't even. Yeah. But when you take it to the fight level, then you're gonna have to do. It's like, 
Don't even. Because the, those, because how many were there? Five, six of them? I think. They, yeah. they should have stood zero. I mean, they did stand zero chance. But it, it, it should have been over a hell of a lot quicker than that. Mm-hmm. It just should have been. Yeah. There shouldn't have been any VD. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, this movie, it definitely had, I mean, I would say there were good parts, but the the overall kind of story, I didn't. You know, and Poe, I really liked him in The Force Awakens. This one, they kind of like make it, him just kind of like a chauvinist, uh, not like macho man, but it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, one way of thinking. I can't, you know, I have this one train of thought. I can only, I'm just a good pilot. That's all I am kind of thing. And then they have, you know, super strong woman character. He's a little too living in the now. Yeah. And it's like, and you had um, Leia and you had Admiral Hodo or, you know, mm-hmm. Lord Dern. And, I mean, both awesome characters. But then you kill off one of them. And it's like, well, the other one, you're going to have to do something. You know, oh, kill yeah. her off or do something for the next one. It's like... I don't know. I feel like you just wasted a really good character. And I don't know. But it definitely had flaws. And I definitely feel that, you know, kind of a disappointment seeing it. Definitely would have, you know, I'm definitely glad I saw it. And I'm, and there's, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say that I didn't like it. There were just a lot of stuff I didn't like about yeah. it. It's not now. It's not like I'm, you know, signing the petition that's going around now to try to get this removed from canon, which there is that petition. I'm not. I'm not on. I'm not hating the movie that much. Yeah. I just think that you need to do some course correcting for the ninth one, and. I mean, let's face it. Not all star. Um, we're not saying that all these Star Wars movies have been good. No, I mean, no. There's a, there have always been. Eh. I mean, some people hate um, New Je- the Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and, well, then, yeah, and definitely mean, the prequels. Like the you know, people but, have mm-hmm. mixed reviews about that too. So it's not like this is the worst movie I've ever seen for Star Wars. No. Oh no, no. It's I mean, not. it definitely had good points. There were definitely things I did like about it. I just feel like. They tried to do so much in this that you lost the mm-hmm. heart of what this movie is. Yes. And I also feel like you, you don't have a big bad. Yeah, and you lost the big bad. I mean, yes, you have Kylo Ren. You lost the heart. But I don't think lost... he's the big bad. Yeah. I feel like you need more than just Kylo. Because, I mean, even in Empire Strikes Back, you had more than Darth Vader. You're like, oh my god. You see how bad Darth Vader is, and then you find out there's this guy who's even worse. And you're like... Mm-hmm. I, Oh my gosh. And yeah. now it's like you saw that in Force Awakens cuz like I like you said when Kylo Ren does the thing with the laser beam in the first scene you see him mm-hmm. that was the best point of Kylo Ren yes. that we've seen uh-huh. in these two movies cuz you saw that and you're like damn. Mm-hmm. And then he it's, could it's, be more powerful. And it's gone downhill ever since. Like that was like his first time on screen was badass. They needed to carry that feel and emotion of Kylo Ren through all of it. And if they would have had that same feel and emotion with that Kylo Ren, then, then yeah, maybe things would be different. Like, but with, with what Vader, you did, you know, when he fights these people, he's like, I don't need a lightsaber. I don't you know, like anybody who's not a Jedi. I don't need a lightsaber to fight you. I can just, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm done. I mean, ping, ping, ping. That's it. You yeah. know, the only time he ever, you know, he takes his lightsaber out is when he, Fights Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> and then, you know, when he's fighting Luke. But other than that, he just force chokes people. And, yeah. you know, he's like, I don't I'm, I don't have time for this. <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I agree that they've lost their big bad Snoke. And it's like, well, then now what? I mean, yeah, the rebellion is down to... Very few, or the resistance is down to a very few, and you know, and I did like the line, "We're the spark of hope that'll burn." I can't remember what it. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna cut it. Whatever that line was, I think. I mean, that's a good line. That's a good line, and I could see how that could have been like, we're at such a low point right now. Yeah, this is 
we are the spark. That's all that's left. And yeah, I mean, that's mm -hmm. like it. But I don't feel like you're not that dead in the water because you just took out. Yeah, you, you took out you took out Snoke, and I, I'm not a you knew huge believer shit. in General Hux. Yeah, and then Kylo Ren is an immature idiot who just solely has like you know re revenge on his mind or, mm -hmm. or whatever. So it's not like he's seeing the bigger picture of yeah of all of this stuff. And so I know that we've talked about so much stuff that we haven't liked about it. Let me, let's talk about a few things I did like. The the end fight with Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren, I thought mm -hmm. was a cool fight. You know, the whole... You know, and I always felt like Luke, his personality was a little bit... I wouldn't say a jokester, but, you know, kind of like a sarcastic wit, I guess you could kind mm -hmm. of say. And so, you know, when... He shoots him with all those lasers, and he comes out and he kind of dusts his shoulder off. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a, a good moment. And then when Kylo Ren fights him, and is all that, there, there was some. That was, a, I think, a really good scene. Yeah. And, um, and I really kind of liked that. And then you kind of find out that he's been, because you know, you're like, how did he get here? And they kind of show that X-wing in the water. You're like, mm -hmm. oh, well, did he raise that up and fly it over here? But you know, then you find out that he's just kind of doing it. The astro projection kind of thing. Yeah. And, you know, that ends up killing him, that feat. But, I mean, I think that was cool. And it kind of explains, oh, okay, well, he couldn't. Although the thing that is kind of... So they had those gold Hans, mm -hmm. gold, um, his, the dice. Yeah, uh-huh. And, and then after Luke, I don't know if this was before or after, I guess... He gives them to Leia, and then they're still in, in the base. And Kylo Ren is a, is able to pick it up. He picks it up, and then they disappear. Yeah. So how do you? It's kind of a hologram. the The blade goes through Luke. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that during that fight with Kylo Ren that they ever like their swords ever connect. Right. I think the that during that whole fight, Luke is avoiding Just, and dodging him, and and make any miss. Yeah. So there, so it's kind of like the only time that Kylo then kind of gets him is this like, Oh, wait a minute. Did, mm -hmm. did it go through? Hey, finds out. So I don't know how he could pick up the dice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know that either. If it's a projection or how loot Leia can catch them. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Kind of one of those things. But anyway, I thought the fight was really cool. Um, I really like the casino. You know, it feels like every movie kind of gets that Moss Eisley kind of cantina. Mm -hmm. You know, they kind of fit that in. And I, I mean, I liked the scene. You see all these different characters, the race horses or whatever they, I remember they, what they call. Yeah. You know, I liked all that. I just, you know, it's, it's just like you just got little, it's like I wish you could have just done that a little bit, a, you know, a little bit more and a little bit. I don't know, but it's kind of like you, they had to get to this, in 18 hours, get to this casino and to find this guy and then mm -hmm. to come back and then... And, I, and, as, ship, and as you and then, stole that ship, you saw that there were plans in this stolen ship for them to get back on that this person's a, you know, gun runner kind of thing. He's been selling weapons to both well, sides. Well, that was in like, his ship. He stole that from somebody else. Yeah, I know. They stole it, but like who? Who did they steal it from? Mm -hmm. Who's been selling all this to both sides? And yeah. And I don't know. I feel like the stuff that I really like, I just didn't get to see enough of it. So it's kind of like, it just kind of leads you like, oh, I wish I could have seen more of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because I like Finn and him having a battle with Phasma. I mean, that was, you know, having them have bigger of a meetup or do, you know, have, because you yeah, don't even see Phasma in any other part of the movie. No, she was in there five minutes. Snoke was in there 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, let's... And, and one of the things that I really like about Star Wars are their outfits, the way that they look. Kylo Ren now has destroyed his helmet, which I, I know he doesn't need it, but either do the Stormtroopers, but it still looks fucking cool. But now you're telling me i got to see Adam Driver's scarred up mug now? Right. And please, I don't need to see more shirtless Adam Driver. <laughs> now, I like Adam Driver. Mm -hmm. I just think that from 
what he's being asked to do or being directed is not working for me. Yeah, and I feel like those, you know, the him and Ray talking, that was like, I didn't need to see a lot of, you know, that kind of seemed like it was, uh, I don't know, just seemed mm-hmm. like there was, I don't know. I just felt yeah. like it could be done a little bit differently. But anyway, I think we've, you you get how we feel about this movie. You get it. I feel like it. Jerry is more disappointed than I was. I didn't leave. I mean, I felt like there were parts in this movie that I, um, I mean, it, I liked and that, you know, I was kind of disappointed in the overall story and there were some stuff that bothered me, but I still think that it was an entertaining movie. There were definitely the CGI was really cool. The salt planet that they were on, mm-hmm. you know, all of that CGI stuff was, I mean, you kind of saw it in the previews where they showed them like, you know, cutting up that white and the red and stuff. You know, I like that. The casino looked really cool. Um, I think, you know, a lot of it. I thought those red guys were cool until you saw them fight. And then it was like kind of a letdown. But just, you know, every time that Snoke kind of, you know, they kind of got ready. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, you know, if I would have just seen that, I kind of just, because you don't, sometimes just the the fear of what they could do mm-hmm. is more than when you actually see it. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. One other thing. Where are the Knights of Ren at? The people who left with him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, where, I don't know because they, they didn't even mention those. No, this they time. didn't mention them at all. Are they still around? Is he part of that? I think he is. I don't know. I I don't know. I have no idea. It's like if if you span these three movies, seven, eight, nine. And you don't have the Knights of Ren other than that that force dream or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that that would, would be a missed opportunity as well. It's like that would have been an awesome thing if they would be in it. Yeah, maybe like, they could add some kind of other element along with Kylo Ren. Or maybe like he had to kill Snoke and then now the Knights of Ren, like Ray joined the Knights. And then you see like Something. these diabolical, I don't know. I don't know. I never even, I forgot about them actually until you just now mentioned them. So I don't know. Cause I don't, I don't think there was any mention. Because in that, in anything. that, that force dream or whatever, when that Ray was having the Knights of Ren are there, it's nighttime, it's raining. Where are they? And what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Because they're all in their outfits. And I don't, I think that's a different point of time. Has to be because they're all in their, you know, Kylo Ren. Unless she saw, you know, they talked about that was future and past that she saw. So maybe that's future. I don't know. Hmm. Can only hope. Who knows? But anyway, okay, let's get to. We have like similar to our Marvel movies. We do our Star Wars movies ranking of the of all Star Wars movies, including the Star Wars saga and stories. So yes. we just kind of lump them all together in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, Rogue One is included in this. Yes, basically. And then Han Solo movie will be, will be included in this as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. You going to start at the bottom of yours? Yeah, I'm going to start with the bottom. So number nine, Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Okay. So we're going to do all of my rank or going to do... You want? Okay, well, I can do mine. My number nine is also episode one, Phantom Menace. Not surprised. No, not surprised. That is an absolute horrible fucking movie. The best part about that movie is the poster that had <laughs> little Anakin as a kid with, with the, the shadow. shadow of Darth Vader. I had that poster. That was awesome. And also uh, Darth Maul. Was awesome and a character who died way too early. Mm-hmm. Luckily, with Darth Maul, you got to see him in Clone Wars and Rebels, yes. so you got to see a little bit more of him in his prime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so number eight, I'm going to stay with Attack of the Clones. Is still my number eight. Okay, my number eight is. Episode 4, A New Hope. Hmm. 
That low? Huh, okay. Uh-huh. I Yes, you go back and re, you rewatch that thing and it's to me it's a ridiculous movie. I I know, but it's kind of like with the new hope. They it's... accomplish a lot in what seems like 5 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I still feel like I don't know. I feel like I mean it's not that much higher for me. But Well, uh, I know. Is it your next one? <laughs> <laughs> but Attack of the Clones to me the scenes with Anakin and uh Padme. Padme. Well, yes, I, I mean, know. alone you, are Well, yes, George Lucas could not do a love story to save his life. But Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan goes to that one planet and they see the clones being made and all, you know, the little It's okay. It's, and tr- the other part trumps it as being horrible. I guess so. Okay. So your number. So now my number set. I don't know. I'm trying to think. What do I want to do? Because I feel like. I think some of mine might change a little bit. I think I'm going to put. Hmm. I think I'm going to put as my number seven. I'm going to put this movie. My number seven, I'm going to put this one, uh, The Last Jedi, as my number seven. Okay. So, okay. So, Subject to change if I think about it, but right now I think I'm. this is where I'm feeling it. Okay. And so my number seven is Attack of the Clones. Okay. My number six is A New Hope, episode four. Okay. My number six is The Last Jedi. So you just have episode four down there. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So then my next one is, number five is Rogue One. Okay, and my number five is also Rogue One, and to save time, I think the rest of mine match yours. Well, I just changed it. Oh. Now, am I, I'm changing, I'm putting Force Awakens above Revenge of the Sith. So I'm going number four, Revenge of the Sith, number three, The Force Awakens, and then Return of the Jedi as my number two, and number one is, of course, which is, I think, 90% of people... Empire Strikes Back. Best yeah. Star Wars movie ever. Yes. Hands down. And and The Last Jedi can't even hold the jock strap <laughs> to Empire Strikes Back. A lot of people saying, Does, is, this, is this movie greater than Empire Strikes Back? The answer is no. no. Hell no, it's not. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my number five, Rogue One. My number four is Force Awakens. Number three is Revenge of the Sith. That's a good one. I like... The thing is about Revenge of the Sith, I hate... I don't really like... I mean, there's parts of it I like. And the end scene where Obi-Wan is fighting Anakin, that last Mm -hmm. scene when he's like, You are my brother! I love that fight scene. Padme and all of that stuff. There's a lot of stuff I don't like. That's why I feel like Force Awakens has more stuff that I like. Even though if it was just scenes, the fight scene with Mm Obi-Wan, I really like that one. But... Yeah. That's why I think I felt like Force Awakens trumps my original thing where I had them switch swapped. Yeah. Okay. And then number two, Return of the Jedi. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. So similar. Yeah. But I think I have the number four. It's kind of up there for nostalgia reasons. And I, yeah, I feel like comparative to these movies, it's. The story, it, I'm, I, you know, it's a little bit, but I mean, you get introduced to all these characters and you see, you know, I don't know the whole, that's one thing with Luke. This had the remnant, not only the Yoda, but when he's looking at those two sons and they play the exact same score that when he's looking on, um, it's kind of like whenever he's making a big decision, Luke, he's looking out on the horizon and they play that music with the French horn uh, da, 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 da. You know that and he's looking at those two 
that one I think it was two moons maybe. And this one is two suns. I don't I can't remember. I have no idea. Anyway, that scene I thought was really cool that they have a kind of reminence cuz he's making these, you know, he's, you know, life decisions, but we can go on. Now it's time for the 2017 movie rankings. We now have all movies included in the rankings that we saw this year. That we saw this year, 2017. Okay. So, you want to do it the same way, 17? Yeah, let's just do it the same way. Okay, number 17. You mean number 18? Oh, yeah, sorry. 18, 18, now, because we have 18 movies now. So, my number 18 is Trashformers. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, Transformers. Okay. My, my number 18 is Valerian. And my number 17 is Valerian. My number 17 is... Transformers. My number 16, Ghost in the Shell. Yep. Same here. Number 15, War for the Planet of the Apes. Same here. Number 14, Dark Tower. Same here. <laughs> number 13, Blade Runner. Yep. Mine is Power Rangers. Mm. Number 12, The Mummy. Same here. Number 11, Kong, Skull Island. Uh, number 11, Blade Runner. Hmm. Number 9, Lego Batman. Number 9, is it number 10? Oh, I just did Kong. Sorry, because you said... No, wait a minute. Oh, maybe... Because number 11 for me is Blade Runner. I thought number 11 for you was Kong. Oh, yeah. Okay, number 10. Sorry. Number 10, Power Rangers. Okay, number 10 for me Where is it going to go? Man, I All right, no, number 10 for me, Lego Batman. <laughs> Number nine for me, Lego Batman. Number nine for me is Kong. Number eight is Justice League. Okay. Number eight for me is Last Jedi. Well, I'm putting number seven, Last Jedi. Okay. Number seven for me is Kingsman. Number six for me is Kingsman. <laughs> All right. Um, number six for me is Justice League. And I think we can save time because the rest of our rankings are the same. Five, Logan. Four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Three, Spider-Man Homecoming. Two, Thor Ragnarok. And number one, it's held its position for six months. Wonder Woman! Amazing. I've, I thought for sure once Wonder Woman came out that it had to go up against Spider-Man. Thor, Justice League, and Star Wars. And I thought, okay, Wonder Woman might be able to get top three, but most likely will be a top five. But it held number one. Yeah. And it's by far all the movies that we saw this year. If I was to go to my shelf or get online to watch one of these movies, it would be Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like, I mean, for me, I feel the same way. I feel like Wonder Woman I could go back and see right now. Thor, I, I saw that one twice. The second time I saw it, it was still good. But I still think that I would, at this point, I would see Wonder Woman more than I would see Thor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think looking at looking at this, the top, the top five, maybe top six, I would have no problem watching at any time. Like, from my number seven down, I, I could really care less if I ever see him again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could say that. I would probably say maybe, like, my eight up. I could, I, I wouldn't mind seeing. Because I liked Kingsman. I wouldn't mind seeing that one again. And just I'd sooner just watch the first one. Yeah, I mean, I like both. I still like, you know, I still like the Kentucky, you know, like, the Statesman. I still kind of like that aspect. The first one, definitely. I is better, mm -hmm. I feel like. But, 
don't know. I still think it was fun. It's it's definitely when you just want to watch something fun. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's our movie ranking. So the end of this week, we're going to do our our movie awards. We're going to have two sets of awards. We're going to have the magic beans, which are the best of, mm-hmm. and we're having the stinky beans. And those are going to be the worst of. Yes. So we're going, we have both lists. So um, we've been compiling our nominees. And so we'll be finding out our nominees and the winners in our next podcast. So that should be, I think it's going to be be Friday. Yeah. Should be fun. It'll be a good show. So I guess that's going to wrap it up for us for this episode. You can always... Find us online at ScreenBeansPodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter at ScreenBeansPod. And you can also find us on Facebook. Friend us, like us, share us, you know, whatever makes you happy. And you can also find all of our podcasts online on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, you know, wherever on the dark web you can find us. So that's going to wrap it up for us for this episode. We'll be back later this week with our movie awards. But uh, until then... Have fun watching movies. Bye, guys.